Hey everybody, before you hear the, the typical intro for the show, I'm going to give you, this is technically your second warning. The first warning would of course be the, the physical title of the movie when you download. You know, I know a lot of you subscribe to the show and hopefully you actually read the title. I take a lot of time to come up with those clever titles. Read that it says spoiler. So this is a spoiler episode for Avengers uh, Endgame. All right? I almost said Infinity War. Uh, 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 Avengers Endgame spoiler alert. Okay? This is your second warning, and there will be a third, but I'm just, just here it is now. Spoiler alert. Ready? Go. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that just got kicked off of YouTube for royalty infringement. Uh, and we're also the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is whether you like it or not. That's right. The greater good. The greater yeah. good. This is episode. Oh, we interrupt ah. this program. Sorry, I didn't mean for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast that doesn't know what it's doing. I forgot to delete the old intro. Um, that's not the new intro. I just that's for tonight. This is episode two hundred and forty-eight, and tonight we are spoiling. Spoiler alert! That's your third warning. Avengers Endgame. Um. Again, this is the last warning you're going to get before we get into the show. Um, I mean, and I, I'm saying it now before I even do middle names because even the middle name might give something away and somebody get, might get mad. Yes. So I'm, I'm saying it here and now. If you've not seen the movie, if you like to listen to the show, sometimes people just listen to the show and they don't watch the movie, and that's fine. If you have not watched the movie and you're going to get upset because we spoiled it for you, this is no longer our fault. This is now on you. If you've watched the movie and you want to just hear our opinions on it and have a conversation with it, that's great. We're all for it. But again, this is it. This is the last warning. There's going to be spoilers. We're going to talk about... I feel like we need to add um, the, the, the sound you get on the radio when there's a natural disaster coming. Oh, yeah. I could. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have that um, yeah. handy. But uh, you're going to get a... All right, and then, and, and, uh, and, um, that works too. And, uh, I'll give it to you. Uh, we're gonna get that, and then you're gonna get a, um, uh, is that really necessary? No, there you go. That, that's it. That, those are the alerts nice. that I'm gonna have for what is this? Dick was being too hard. Oh. <laughs> 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 I didn't know what that was. <laughs> it literally is just labeled Sam Dick. I didn't know what that meant. Um, all right. So those are all the sounders I have for, for possible spoilers. Um, That's great. 
Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, and you have kids in the car. All right, here we go. So I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, I am inevitable, Jimison. And, yep. and Sam, I am, I am Iron Man, Vector. Oh, wow, that's actually a really nice, I, uh, nice intro. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Right? Now, what horrible thing are you going to do to me? Um, nothing, because um, I have been living since 1945 um, in a pretty happy state. So um, I'm I'm just kind of in a good mood. Okay. So that's just cool. so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I, but I, I would take this German Ruger and probably pop it in your eye socket. That's fine. <laughs> you could bring a take a a gun and then just like hit yeah, me with I'm, it. I'm not going to use it as intended. I'm just going to um just put it in your eye socket and. Won't see what happens. Okay. That sounds awful. Uh, all right. Yeah. So let's pull up a comfy chair and dive in. So holy balls, Avengers Endgame 2019. It is already outgrossed most everything. Like almost everything, everything already. It's made one point yeah. two billion dollars worldwide. It's been out for five days. By the time you hear this podcast, it will have been out for five days and has already made over a billion dollars worldwide. Um, they are anticipating that this is going to beat the previous record, most financially successful film ever, Avatar, by a, a, a good amount. Yay. Um, it is a long three-hour movie. Let me rephrase. It's a three-hour movie. I don't think it's long. No. Um, it's no. A, no. It's, it's there's, sh- there's no unnecessary parts that I could see. Yeah. And, 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 and be it known that this is going to be our opinions. Um, I have read dissenting opinions about mm-hmm. this movie on Facebook and other, and other places, and that's fine. That those are yeah. people's opinions. And, and, they're, and there could be dissenting. We don't know. We haven't well, talked about it yet. Well, you're right. None of us have really talked about it. Um, Sam and I were, were having a conversation uh, the other day, having him having not seen it, so I can only give very vague notions um, and then after he saw it, we obviously, we, we chatted for about five minutes cause I was, shouldn't have been having a, a phone call at the time. Um, um <laughs> so the wrath, the wrath of the wife. Yeah, that's fine. So, so Andrew, you, you go deserved ahead. it. I, oh, I totally did. Andrew, go ahead and give us the read just in case oh. there's some way that, that you're not a hundred percent sure what this particular movie is. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know I was going to do a read on this because I thought if people didn't know what this was, that they uh, have been living under a rock. So, just hope, give me two seconds here. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit. Um, so, um, I saw this opening. Technically, the so we saw it Friday morning. My wife and I saw it Friday morning. Sam, you saw mm-hmm. it Saturday. Saturday morning. Saturday morning, and then Andrew, you saw it Sunday sometime. Afternoon. Yeah. Sunday afternoon. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious, how are the uh, how are the crowds for you guys? Sold out at mine. Yeah. Mine was not sold out, but not um, not empty by any means. Okay. We were. Um, my wife and I have, have, have long since kind of come to the conclusion that we are willing to pay a couple extra bucks to go to the theater that does the reserve seating. Yes. Um, because Hickory does that now, by the way, and I, it's lovely. Yeah, I can't. 
I can't just go there and, and I, whatever. So we go. There's like, it's nice big comfy seats that have electric recliners. There's only like, you know, 50 seats in the whole theater anyway. And it was honestly, um, I don't, I can't speak for Sarah, but I'm going to, though she's in the room back here. Um, Ooh. Doing stuff. Uh, she hasn't given me a dirty look yet. It was probably the most pleasant viewing experience of a movie we've had in a long time. Really? Yeah. Like the last few movies we've seen in the theater, someone's chatting or talking or there's... And there was someone brought a baby and they didn't start crying until like the credit scene. So it wasn't a deal at all. I, we didn't even know wow. there was a baby. And I mean a baby. I mean months old. Dude, I would have been so mad. But again, it didn't. It didn't. We didn't know right? it until the end, so it didn't matter. Like it wasn't like he yeah. was crying during the scenes where I was crying. Um, yeah. There yeah, was there somebody. There, there were some ball moments that. My theater. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say there was definitely somebody bawling in my theater, like literally audibly bawling <laughs> nice. in my theater. Yeah, my wife was one of those. I think. <laughs> Oh, I was I was definitely teary and weepy and whatever, but I you know, unless you were staring at my face, you wouldn't have, have known it. I will say the, at my the, face. the only funny part um, that happened in the theater was um, the couple next to us. Uh, they clearly had not seen Captain Marvel yet, so when she shows up, she the, the lady next to her leans to her husband and goes, "Who's that?" And he goes, "I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you later." So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, Andy, you ready? Yeah, let's 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 do this. Yeah, hide and hit it. After the devastating events of Avengers: Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of the remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos's actions and restore order to the universe. All right. Yeah, sounds sounds pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So this movie um, has been uh, highly anticipated, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War was, was fantastic. Uh, I think we did a spoiler cast for that movie also. I don't remember. I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. And we all yep. loved it. Um, and it was kind of everything we needed it to be, everything we wanted it to be. It's honestly... All of the other movies in the MCU are A New Hope, and then that one was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, like, yeah. we needed all of these other movies to create, the, to world build, so we, we, we fall in love with these characters, so that in... Only to have them whisked away from us. Yeah, so that in Infinity War, when they're dusted, we care. Yeah. About them. And... and- you know, Marvel has done an amazing job at that world building and, and making us care about each character. Yeah. Yeah, exceptionally so. Um, I mean, even the, the, the kind of the minor characters, you know, yeah. like your, your Drax and uh, your Falcon. Wong. And... Um, Wong is great. Wong only has like six lines in the entire MCU. Um, and, and yeah. And so to, so for the events of Infinity War, which by the way, I watched my half of it yesterday um, while doing show prep. 
I was just headed on in the background, just remembering how awesome that movie is. Uh, you would. I would, and I did. And also <laughs> yesterday, um, while we were doing laundry and, and things and getting the kids ready for bed and, and things like that, on three different channels, if you, you flipped over to TBS, they had Iron Man. If you went to uh. TNT, they had uh, Age of Ultron. And if you went to FX, they had Winter uh, Civil War. Nice. So we were flipping through all three. It was great. And I'll say this about this movie before we get really into the fun meat and bones. And there's a couple of things that we need to have an actual conversation about because, one, I'm a little confused, and, two, um, I think it's just it's a discussion worth having. But mm-hmm. this movie, I looked at my wife afterwards and said, I have not been this emotional, emotionally spent after a movie in a really long time. I couldn't, I honestly don't know if I have been this much, you know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. I, I, not just because I was sad because some characters die and some characters die. Yeah. It wasn't just that. Sam, should I use my comparison that I gave you? Should I give you that? Yeah, sure. That I threatened your life if you were going to spoil yeah. the, the movie for me when you called me. Yeah, so Andrew, let's, I, was, so t- I was so about to kill you. I was like, if you dare. <laughs> so Andrew, so this is what I said. I called Sam, and it, and it's typical. He answers the phone and says, "Hey, jerk." And I say, usually, I say, "Hey, old man." It's just our greeting. It's fine. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not lying. That's the way it is, right? You, you say sup, yeah. jerk, and I say, "Hey, old man." I yeah. said, "You remember?" In, uh, and he literally threatened my life and the life of my. Um, uh, not my children. He just threatened me. Um, yeah, I would, and I yeah. said, no, 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 no. I said, you're, you're good. I said, so Andrew, you remember you saw Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the scene where Grima word tongue has escaped and he's talking to, to Christopher Lee up there in the tower. And he says, Christopher Lee says, we are going to assault, uh, Helm's deep. And he said, but you would need an army of thousands. And then Christopher Lee says, tens of thousands. And he says, but there is no such army. And then they walk out into the balcony and then there's this army. And it's just yeah. a massive, huge, in awe moment of the, f- the might and power that's there. And Grima is so uh, overwhelmed with emotion at the sight of this that he cries. He literally has a tear come down his face. Mm-hmm. That was me. When the first portal opened, now I didn't. I didn't tell Sam that part. All I said was that was me, at a moment in this movie. That's all I told. Are you, are you, so you're saying when the three people came out of the first portal, dude, I lost it. Yeah, that was my weeping moment. I I was yeah. so emotionally charged for the for the for that that moment that I, yeah. I couldn't bear it, and I literally wept in my chair. Or <laughs> nice, my, my, I did. And then, okay, so I don't, I don't know if we want to keep going from that point, <laughs> but that, that moment was when, and honestly, it wasn't quite just then. It, it's when, I mean, people that have watched the movie, I don't need to set the scene. You know what I'm talking about. It's when Cap stands up, his shield is broken. He's literally facing down an army of the space dogs and the Chitari thingies and whatever. Yeah, and he's standing there, and he puts up his dukes like he's gonna keep on fighting. Because right now, 
Iron Man's been kind of knocked out, and so has... Who else was there? Um, Hulk hadn't shown up Thor. yet. Yeah, Thor. Yeah. Thor's been kind of punched in the face. And it's just Cap. And he's standing there, and he's got his fists up. And all of a sudden, he gets a crackle in his earpiece, and you hear, on your left. I freaking lost it. All you hear was when he said, <laughs> on your left, because it's that reference to Winter Soldier, which, yeah. which they directed. Yeah. I lo- that was my moment. That's when, and then the, then the sparks in the portal, and I, I was just, tears were rolling down my face when the Black, Black Panther walks through with uh, his guard. And then the next portal opens, and then the next one, and all of a sudden there's 70 portals. And it's the whole Wakanda army. The, sh- the whole and shebang. It, and it's, I mean, it's everyone. It's all these other wizards that we don't know, and Wong, and, and, and everyone. And then and Dr. Strange says, did I get everybody? And he says, do you need more? And <laughs> it was it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen on film. It was amazing. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was nice. It was it was it was awe inspiring. I couldn't and again I know I, I know that these kind of movies you have to have a feel good. I know they're gonna come back. Like we know that, right? We know that there's gonna find a way to unsnap them. Like we knew mm-hmm. that we un, un- yeah, I mean them, we but... we assume that for such a long time yeah. now, yeah. even yeah. even after directly after Infinity War, you know, and they didn't help hide that with all these sequels coming out, and you know we know Spider Man's next, yeah. so I mean, I mean they obviously had a... something was going to have to happen. Exactly, they had a yeah. teaser trailer for Spider Man Far From Home before this movie was you know, yeah, so we knew they were going to come back. No one yeah. was naive enough to think that it, it's not about that. And honestly, that's kind of a spoiler, but no one is upset about that, but that's not the point. I don't want to get into spoiler culture. But, but it was how it was done and the way it was shown. And when Spider-Man shows up and he's, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, you would not believe what just happened. It's just been so crazy. Like, like the last five <laughs> years for him hasn't been ridiculous. And then he, Peter Parker's just like, I was gone, and then I'm back. And, like, you know, I mean... <laughs> It was so great. No, it was so great. yeah, I love that. Was that was a good moment? Uh, yeah, you know, and you had all this payoff with you know the first thing Tony says to to Potts. I think it was to Potts when he came back was you know I lost the kid. You know, so you know this has been eating at him for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That I will say that there was lots of foreshadowing. That if you paid attention in this movie, oh, there was a lot of it that you, it led you to to know what was going to happen later on. Yeah. Um. And I had some weepy moments too, but mine were all the the moments with the kids, you know, Hawkeye. I mean, oh, losing his kids. Oh gosh, Dad, that, like, was like, oh, God. that was like that was like as bad as the first five minutes of Up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then, when Tony's talking with his daughter. And when uh, I'm, not, Morgan. I'm not laughing at that moment, I'm laughing at the moment when he tells her, "Go to bed, or I'm going to sell all your toys." <laughs> oh, I laughed out loud at that I one because I thought, "Man, I wish I could have thought of that." I know, um, <laughs> but you know, it, as as an, as a parent, you just you have a special connection with your kids, of course. And yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, it always jerks my heartstring, and nothing else really hit me emotionally other than those moments. And to add, but my and, wife was hit emotionally when she saw Thor. 
Oh, really? Yeah, when, when he was fat? <laughs> she, she had a literal audible, oh. Yeah. I mean, just out loud. Yeah. And then she looked at me and goes, how dare they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they robbed you of the opportunity to see him shirtless. Yeah. The, oh. Honestly, and then I, I thought to myself, well, damn, I finally have a better body than Thor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, what do you guys think about that decision? Because I, I, I keep going back and forth in my mind. Are they, are they taking this? You know, obviously you can't take it too seriously, but I, I don't know if it's a wasted character. I, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think? Well, okay. Before I, I give my opinion on that, I, I must um, add to Andrew's sentiment about the children. The, the the part with uh, Hawkeye's kids was was devastating. Mm-hmm. The other one that really got me wasn't Tony's kid. It was when uh, Scott Lang shows back up and sees that his daughter is alive. Oh yeah, and he's missed the last five years. Oh yeah, yeah, that one got like, me too. That would be hard to for her dad to show. Everyone else is gone, right? Everyone yeah. else that you know, their dad is gone, right? And all of a sudden, your dad walks back in your life. And you're and you're confused, and here he is wondering, well, gosh, it's only been five hours. What's happened? My daughter's five years old, older. I just yeah. that would be so hard. I think obviously it would be harder if she was gone. But um, so anyway, so to the point about Thor, is that a the, the thing with Thor is that every movie Thor has really rough, hard arcs. Right, like the first mm-hmm. one, he goes from arrogant prince douchebag to uh, the savior of Earth, sort yeah. of thing, defeating his brother. And then in the second one, it's I have to stand up to my father to save the woman that I love, and then defeat the the weird things and become a better person and go back to Earth. And then, and of course, he has a little bit of an arc in Ultron, and of course, Avengers one, and then. And then, and then Ragnarok, again, once again, he's literally transformed physically and emotionally where he's yep. now he's the ruler of Asgard. He has to bear that weight. And then being that he's supposed to be, and then again, he, again, of all the characters, he suffered the most loss, literally. Father mm-hmm. yeah. dies, mother killed. He had to kill his sister. Uh, his brother is dead, right? His best yep. friend is dead. Right. So his then planet is dead. His planet or is his gone. whatever he was on. Half of his people are gone. And they're so then he has to go on this exploration to find the the the, the axe, right? To to get the weapon and that he fails, right? He's the one you yeah. can blame Thor or Star Lord, either one of those people you can make the blame for. But because yeah. Thor is mighty and supposed to do this and he didn't, right? So he has the most Shame to bear because obviously Quill Shame. is Quill is dead or dusted. So I, yes, it was a little campy and a little silly, but it didn't bother me personally because I it it, it I, gave I him one more. It was the lowest we've ever seen him, and it gave him it gave his redemption moment more, for the lack of a better pun, weight. Uh, yeah. I could I could almost imagine. Chris Hemsworth going into the producers and being like, "Hey, let me pitch you something about uh, <laughs> about Endgame, right? Okay, you know how you, you have me 
you know, work out for so long and, and, you know, I'm just really, really buff and it, it's, you know, all these workouts and starving and all this sort of stuff. What if I'm now, 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 now listen carefully. What, what if I'm fat? Yeah. What, what if I'm really out of shape? What do you think about that? And all I do is drink beer and yeah. <laughs> and the only, way the only, the only thing that the only trope that was missing from that was these trying to squeeze into his old armor um, trope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That would have been actually kind of that might yeah. have belabored the joke too far. Yeah, but you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah, there's there's beer on the plane on the ship. What kind? <laughs> you know, whatever. And then like you see him trying to in it, like it's bending over his belly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That might have gone too right? far, but it's still funny to think about. <laughs> <laughs> but I I enjoyed it, but at the same time I was kind of, you know, are they are they making Thor a throwaway uh, character after all our investment with him? I was worried that it was taking the the funniness from Thor Ragnarok in not having a good director behind it. Yeah, you know, to, to what Tahiti or whatever his name is. So Tahiti, bad with that. Tahiti, Wakiti to. Or Kitty, yeah. yeah. Um, he can pull that off. Yeah. And I don't know if the Russo brothers, with their style, are able to do that as well. And you could tell there was, a f- there was a few jokes in this that kind of, eh, were a little bit corny or fell flat. I mean, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, that, that's the ass of America is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we laughed. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, Sarah and I laughed. Um, but... I mean, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. So, some of the jokes were a little too forced. Too, yeah, they were a little forced. You're right, and and you're right. No. I mean, if you look at the Russo's best movie, I I guess Infinity War is actually they're probably their best movie. But the one that made them what they are was Winter Soldier. Yeah, and there's there almost little humor in there. There's very little humor. It's all very yeah. subtle. And that worked for that movie really well. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, what they did for Infinity War, and we don't know if they've done it for this one, I'm guessing that they did, is that some of the other directors got to have input on their guy's scenes. Yeah, yeah. kind of like um, Sean, uh, yeah, Sean Gunn, right? James Gunn. Like he, James Gunn, thank you. He, he, um, yeah. he, he had input on most of the, um, at least in Infinity War, before... The whole mess happened. Yeah, um, he had all, all the uh, dialogue and writing stuff for the uh, Guardians. Yeah, I mean, and like, you could absolutely tell. I mean, and, yeah. and and maybe he was there during the last bit when it was as Guardians of the Galaxy, like that whole yeah. scene. Maybe he was there behind the camera helping. But again, there wasn't there wasn't much Guardians of the Galaxy in the, this movie for obvious reasons. No, so right. this is probably ninety five percent Russo brothers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some of the jokes were a little over at the top. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the humor I thought was pretty subtle. Uh, there's a couple of moments where Rocket has some real good lines. Um, <laughs> obviously, just like honestly, I thought, and this this was a perfect opportunity when they when they're getting ready to go back in time for the you know, when they all they're all suited up and they say let's sink and they all put their fists in like freaking. Uh, Captain Planet and Rocket, you know, has to reach up. 
I honestly expected him to say, like, look at this. We're all standing in a circle like a bunch of assholes. You know, like, I <laughs> I actually kind of expected it, honestly. Yeah. Um, See, that would have been awesome. <laughs> it, it kind of would have probably ruined the I moment. Had, because sorry, then yeah, Captain America makes this speech, and then Rocket goes, wow, he's really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, All right, can I can I get the gorilla in the room out of or uh, the is the elephant in the room or the gorilla on your back? Yeah. Oh, that's right, elephant in the room. I mean, it's monkey on your back, but that's something different. So the gorilla in okay. the room or the elephant in the room. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I had some issues with the movie. Um, okay, not not that it was bad. I I'm still absolutely loved it, but if we start nitpicking. Sure. Um, I have some some hefty nitpicks with it, um, and first and foremost was the degree of which Thanos versus each person was handled. Right? Um, we always say in a movie you have to have rules and go by those rules. You know, if there's magic, there, there has to be certain rules to the magic. You can't just make it up as you go along. All of a sudden, Thanos and, and we are directly in spoilers anyway, but. Thanos, um, he loses his armor. And not only does that, he, he doesn't have the, the Infinity Gauntlet. And all of a sudden, he can take on every single person that comes at him, including Captain Marvel, um, with apparent ease. I thought that was a little... I kind of rolled my eyes a few times with that in terms of his ability to stand up against them Um where it just it seemed like all of a sudden he became all powerful. Well, I mean, with most of the stones in Infinity War, it took the whole team that was on Titan. They couldn't defeat him. They could just basically put him in a little coma for a little bit while mm-hmm. they tried to get the gauntlet off. And even then, in a in a state where he's not even using his brain, he was still hard to just take a glove off his hand. Yeah. Um, it, so, it, so when was he was, but, so you're so you're telling me he can headbutt Captain Marvel and she just kind of smiles, it's and like then when, he, but it's and like he when slaps mother, her, and she's knocked out. He punched like her with the power stone. A car off of its, you know, baby, so all adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, remember he punched her with the power stone. He's holding her back with the glove, the the gauntlet. He's wearing the gauntlet. He's holding her back with the gauntlet, and they are now an even match. And then he takes off the power stone and punches her, and that's what knocks her back. It's not like he just yeah. did it with his hand. He did it with the power stone. I mean, the power stone almost kills Thor earlier. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't, that, I actually, it didn't even bother me or even notice it. I thought he, he kicked the amount of butt he needed to. I mean, the fact that Captain America, you ready for this one, is able to pick up uh, Meow Meow. <laughs> Um, which yeah. was flipping awesome, and awesome. Thor goes, "I knew it." That was so cool, and is fighting yeah. him with just his shield and. Uh, oh, I'm getting where'd that go? Uh, his shield uh, his, and his and his. Oh, it's from Sam. You got your TV on? What? TV? How would I have an echo? I don't know. It's pretty substantial. It's weird though. Uh, but he's fighting him with the shield and the hammer. It was so freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, like, he'd throw the shield yeah. at him and then throw the hammer and then knock the shield back into Thanos. But again, that was a kind of an even fight until Thanos got his double-bladed weapon and cut his shield in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was an audible gasp in the theater when 
the hammer flew back to Captain America. That was so cool. <laughs> I mean, it was just like everybody. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> it was it was an awesome experience. Yeah, there was clapping in my theater. Yeah, and I, I love that. Yeah. I just love it. There was an audible. It was like, <gasps> and when he screamed, yeah. I knew it. A bunch of people cheered. I might have been one of them. Um. <laughs> no, I I had a couple of issues, and and they're not really issues. I guess they're more. I won't even say plot hole. Well, maybe one's a plot hole. Who, who are you calling a plot hole? <laughs> but okay, there's a couple things. Number one, Lo- uh, Loki. Yeah. He is now alive in some timeline. And th- that goes into the whole mor- multiverse portion of this. But he took the Tesseract and disappeared. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, that changed something somewhere. Well, Disney Plus needed him to have his own show. That's correct. So, uh, that's, correct. And that's actually what happened. Um, and then I got in a debate with some students this morning that had seen the movie. And um, we... Went in my office and closed the door so we didn't spoil things for everybody else. But <laughs> there was about five of us in there debating. But I had an issue at the end of the movie, and nobody else seems to be bothered by it. Okay, so Tony Stark, and maybe I mis- misinterpreted. So Iron Man snaps his fingers. Yeah. Nothing changes except the people that were gone come back. And Thanos and his army is gone. And he gets to yeah. keep his daughter and and his family, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no one comes How? back. He only gets rid of Thanos and his army. Yeah. How come Peter Parker has to go back to high school if it has been five years? <laughs> well, it's not, but not to him. It's been uh, five minutes. He's still a seventeen-year-old kid. Well, yeah, but but well, his friends are also yeah. seventeen. Because they're all you know, still seventeen, and they're all still in high school. Well, I mean, I, I guess we're making the assumption is that he's going back to high school with everyone. Everyone that we're going to see in Homecoming was dusted, or in Far From Home. I, I totally see what you're what you're saying, Andrew. Because I I didn't think about it until I read some stuff online. Yeah. But I'm kind of the same thing. Of I guess my my interpretation of that was. Nothing because it was so devastating to everybody on Earth. Like nothing really progressed during those five years, and they well, could have can, my, yeah, you know canceled schools and yeah. My students said, "Well, you know, when half the population's gone, are they still going to have school?" And so they just everybody comes back. It's time to go back to school now. You know, I, the the I, one it, thing, it just took me out of the movie for a moment when it happened. The one part that I thought of, and it wasn't until afterwards like hours afterwards, like I think we were driving up to my in-laws was so the, so half the population is gone. Um, let's just thinking that of a micro of just the United States. Um, you know, part of the government has to be gone, whether the president or the vice president or somebody, oh. you know, big chunks of our government is now missing and yeah. they now have to fill those holes and to continue <laughs> okay to continue governing <laughs> as best as they can right um you you done you you, you did, did you get snapped back to eighth grade no i'm good okay i'm good um yeah. keep going so they have to they have to fill f- the holes yeah they have to fill the gaps whatever um yeah. 
So they're still having to continue. So, I mean, life seems to still be going on, right? I mean, like, Tony Stark shows up in an Audi that's clearly newer than any model out there. So uh, Audi's still making cars. I mean, it's not... Why would he choose an Audi? That's what they've all been. All Avengers are He's movies or... money out the wazoo. Get a darn... I don't know. He would, he would not be in an Audi. Well, they're the sponsor. So all he of the like Avengers movies man. have been sponsored by Audi. I don't know what to tell you. Um... Excuse me. I just we have to assume that that life has tried to go on as best as they could, they could, which would mean that school would have gone on, and therefore Peter Parker should be in a sophomore, a junior, whatever he is. But you know, his friends would be those out that of high survived. School. Yeah, those that survived would have graduated. And yeah. So I on. guess his his little buddy probably was dusted to them. I would assume so because they both see, seemed it, super relieved to see each other. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't think of that, but that does make sense if they were all dusted. But um, yeah, the, the the one thing I will say that I thought the movie was going to do was because because we've seen a trailer for Far From Home, and that he is back in high school, going on a trip to Europe, things like that, doing normal kid things, I thought somehow the time stone gets used and they go back to when the snap happens and everything is fixed from that moment. So like it, yeah. like it never happened. Yeah. And so that the Earth goes on basically without knowing that, or the universe goes on without knowing <sighs> half of it just ended. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like That's what I thought was going to happen to to maintain the normalcy of life. But half the universe now knows, oh, we were gone, half of the the universe was gone, and now we're back. What are we going to do to help prevent that? Because only a handful of people know that, the, the, that these things called the Infinity Stones did this, and now they're gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, could, the escalation that can go from there. Mm-hmm. World governments building weapons to to prevent it and things like that, to put a suit of armor around the globe, kind of a thing. Speaking of the stones, uh, when Captain, Captain America a- was taking them all back, I told my <laughs> wife sitting there, I was thinking, you know, he he has all these stones. He has the perfect opportunity to use the time stone or to, you know, which uh, I don't know, but. And then someone at uh, in my student group this morning um, mentioned, "Oh yeah, he he returns the soul stone. So does does uh, Scarlett Johansson come back? I mean, well, and see, that's the that's my question too. I want to see the movie of him returning the stones because there's got to be some amazing adventures well, with that. Wouldn't it be neat, right? Because because you have to remember who guards the soul stone." Yeah, the yeah. Red like, skull. oh, hey, buddy, I he's gonna be like, and, he's gonna like, show up and be like, whoa, what the f, and punch him in the throat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I would totally go see that movie. Not to mention, he's gonna have to stick poor uh, Nicole Huff. Uh, what's her name? Um, mm. Oh, no, Natalie the, Portman, Thor's girlfriend. Yeah, Natalie Portman. He's gonna have to stick her with that, with yeah. the whatever space stone or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, or not the space and, one, though. and not only that, he he does this by himself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which which means, how the heck does he get out to the planets? How does he? Oh, he can. He's gonna he, need. He he's can, gonna need some help. No, he can use the um, the quantum thing. All he's got to do is they got that programmed. 
They're just like, yeah, he just jumps from place to place. Oh, so now that they've got the the pim particles, he he has all the yeah, pim yeah, particles yeah. he can need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He can just do, uh, okay. he can do that. Right. Well, that, then that makes sense. That part's the easy part. But you're still not yeah. wrong. He still has to go to planet where the red skull is, and be like, "Hey, I I want to give this back. Like, can I get a <laughs> refund on my deposit? Um, <laughs> you know, like, you're not wrong yeah. about." Is there a way to bring her back that way? I don't. I don't know the answer. She is getting her own show, um, mm-hmm. but we're we're ninety percent sure that it's okay. I think we're a hundred percent sure that it's a pre- you, prequel. So so they were able to reverse Gamora's death, no, because they they took the Gamora from the previous timeline and right. she's now with them, right? Yeah, they didn't reverse the death. They just brought in a new one. Yeah, which is what Guardians Three is going to be about. Yeah, which was hilarious when she she kicked him she kicked and him in the nuts. Yeah, that was <laughs> the first, you time, the you first missed, time you missed, but the second time you hit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But, so, okay. Well, okay. Well, all right. Okay. So, Captain's going bringing all this stuff back. Sure. Um, and, but he has to bring. I mean, it's literally the time heist had reversed. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's having to to put them back exactly when they got them. Yeah. Correct? Um, so, yeah, I would really like to see that movie. See what? Mm-hmm. I think that, that would be fun to, to see. And you're not wrong because, because that would have to be kind of hard. Yeah. You know, like he can't go because he's going to have to go back to the base where he was earlier. And, yep. and here's the one thing. And now thing there's that, three of him, right? Well, I th- that's the thing we don't know, right? Because... They make the joke in the movie. They make the bit in the movie where they're like, if we go back, won't we affect our future? And he's like, no, that's not how quantum time travel works. And he's like, what do you mean? And they go, where are you getting this information? He's like, every movie ever, Back to the Future, (laughs) this, Time, Die Hard. That's another good example. But like, (laughs) so, so my brain is trying to tell me that I think this is my nitpicky part because this is what my brain says. So my brain mm-hmm. says they go back. And by the way, the scene in the elevator when he whispers "Hail Hydra," oh uh, heck yeah! That that was obviously <laughs> a direct nod to that episode, that, that comic issue that came out recently where Captain America yep. says "Hail Hydra," yep. um, which I thought was really cool. And that was really <laughs> cool that they got Robert uh, Redford to show up to do that, yes. that bit. That was really cool. Um, and it was also neat to kind of show. What happens after Loki says, I'll have that drink now? And because it's the next shot <laughs> is Nick Fury talking to the TVs, right? It's like there was actually yeah. a struggle, a power struggle in the lobby, which is kind of neat, right? Um, yeah. And what it was, the really cool part about it was, is that it showed how um, Hydra got the scepter. Because yeah. you don't find out. There's, you don't know. And now you know how they got it, which is really cool. It's actually... They're actually closing loopholes in this movie, which I think is yes, plot holes, I should say. Um, so, so you mentioned Loki grabs the tesseract and poops out, right? Mm-hmm. So then they go back even further to where they're. Like, I did, I did chuckle when that happened because then I was like, ah, there they go. I was like, this is perfect. He is, he's he is in in flight. He's he in place out somehow. of here, and we have Loki back for future movies. Well, not movies. He'll be in a. He's getting his own TV show, but he's not going to be in more movies. Oh, I'm sure. Because again, that in that timeline, he's dead, and that's what the quantum thing was talking about. Is it doesn't matter what you do in the past. The only, 
According to them, nothing you do in the past will mess up the future, their future. But if you, may, if you take an Infinity Stone out of the play, that will screw something up. That's why they have to put them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was, that was the whole dialogue with Banner and uh, the, uh, the Ancient uh, One. Ancient One, which was really cool to see her out there fighting against yeah. the Chitauri, too. It's like, yeah, there would, she would be out there defending the Sanctum. That's really cool. Um, but here's my thoughts. One, now there's a Loki out there from Avengers that like, like does that timeline, does that create a new timeline now? Yeah, see, my brain is all wrapped around the time issues with this. Like, does like, is there now, is there now a Thor in which he reaches for the hammer and it never comes because other Thor, because fat Thor took it, he took meow meow. (laughs) So like, there's going to be a time where he's going to ready to fight somebody and he's going to reach for his hammer and it's never going to show up. So then, like, like that timeline, like, is there other timelines or no? And that's what my brain is having a hard time kind of wrapping mm-hmm. around is. And they, they try to, you know, they wave it off like some time movies do. And, you know, you know just try not to think about it too hard yeah. is what is kind of their, their excuse. And I think, mm-hmm. what was it, Looper that did that too? Yeah, Looper, remember, right? like, they all but looked at the camera and said, don't think about it. Yeah, but yeah. Looper is the kind of movie where what you do in the past affects the future. I mean, like he he, well, I'm going to spoil Looper. <laughs> he shoots himself in the past, and therefore his his future self dies, like instantly, yeah. just boop, gone. And not sure that would happen either. But we, of course, we have no idea. We have only guesses. Um, but honestly, those are really the only things that like my brain has been like. Kind of. What do you think by. of uh, Professor Hulk? I didn't bother me at all. I liked it. I thought it was fine. I mean, yeah, I don't I, know. I, I didn't like I, it. We kind of saw his progression. I mean, if you look at him in Avengers, and then you look at him in Ragnarok, and then this one, it kind of shows that progression. Because in in Avengers, he didn't he couldn't speak coherent sentences, mm-hmm. and then in Ragnarok, he kind of was like you know. Three three year old, four, uh, maybe two year old speak, and and now we have the intelligent Hulk. I just I I I don't know. I just I I think to <laughs> me I enjoy watching the the play between the Hulk and Banner. That's mm-hmm. I mean that I guess that's just an opinion, which is what we're doing here. But I, I like to see the rage. I like to see the big Hulk come out. Whereas this, I mean, you saw him. One of the, the humorous moments was when he, you know, kind of tapped the top of a car and he, he kind of half-heartedly threw a motorcycle. Um, <laughs> you know, and it, it, I was like, man, I, I want someone who will, you know, take hmm. Loki by the ankles and smash him back and forth. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want the monster. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the theories that we had that my like that Corny and I had going back and forth was that like the seeing the death of 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 Iron Man or something would be the the emotional trigger that would bring him back or something. Yeah. Um, so I I'm literally on the uh, IMDb page for Avengers and I'm on the Goofs page, and there's only a few. Honestly, uh, maybe they just <laughs> give it time. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, obviously you have continuity issues. Like in one scene, Ant Man's supposed to be here. The next thing he's over there. Here's a plot hole. This is the only one they have under plot hole. 
A major plot point requires them to return the Infinity Stones back after they were taken so as to not create new timelines. But for almost every stone, it's going to be difficult, if not impossible, to return it without anyone seeing the difference. Some stones were stored in containers, like mm-hmm. the Soul Stone was in the little ball in the scepter. Or no, Power Stone, right? No, the Power Stone is just the, the stone that's in the orb that Quill steals. So you put that back in there. Well, the, well, the Soul Stone was in on the planet, and... It popped out of nowhere. Yeah, the soul stone, yeah. The the mind stone, you're right, was the one that's in the scepter. So how do you put that yeah. back in the ball? And the space stone is in a cube that's no longer a cube. <laughs> so I, I honestly hadn't even thought about that. Further, when Steve only goes on the return, we very specifically see him with only the stones and not the original artifacts. So really the only one that's going to be easy is the time stone. He's like, hey, I'm Steve Rogers. I'm fighting over there. Here's the green. Here's the stones. And she'll be like, I've been expecting you. Yeah, like say hi to Doctor Strange for me. Okay, thanks. Um, (laughs) Like that's the only easy one. So I actually hadn't thought about that, honestly. Now here's an interesting one. Incorrectly regarded as goofs. When 2014 Thanos arrives in the present day, this would create a time paradox, as Thanos no longer exists in the past. The in the past, Thanos no longer exists in the past. The events of Avengers: Infinity War would not come to pass. Thanos would not be around to collect the Infinity Stones, and the snap would not happen, akin to the grandfather paradox. The other explanation for this events of Endgame create a slightly alternate timeline whereby the events of the MCU remain unchanged in canon while a new alternate timeline has been created in another reality, whereby Thanos disappears from the events in 2014 and the Infinity War storyline does not take place, similar to the conversation between Bruce and the Ancient One. Well, and that's that's kind of the, the, the idea behind multi-universes, right? Mm. Where each and every decision by each and every being, each and every thing on Earth creates an alternate path. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole idea where, you know, what they're doing is creating new paths and new universes when they, when they change things in the past. Does that make sense? So the original, the original future will always be there and will remain the same. But now since you've changed the past, that has made branched a whole new future in which things are changed. Do we think that the movie would have been better and we wouldn't be have spent now 15 minutes on this part of the movie had they not, when they gone, they went back, they didn't change anything. They just took them and they're able to be put back whole and whatever in their own way. It, it, it certainly would have been a lot less arguing or a yeah, lot less, yeah. a lot less debate. I think the the best alternative would have been to figure out a way to get the Soul Stone and release them through the Soul Stone in today's, um, you know, I, I it certainly would have been a lot less story, but in terms of manipulating timelines and whenever you add time travel, you're going to add problematic elements to storytelling. Yeah, it's and you're right, you're right, because cause time travel is always, it, it's tricky. I mean, most movies don't get it right. I mean, even Back to the Future doesn't really get it right. But mm-hmm. but you don't care because it's such a fun movie, so you don't really care. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and, you know, really, do I care in this one? Not really. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. but it it just leaves that thought in my brain of, you know, mm, is this is this a cheap way out? That's that's what that's my problem is. Is this a cheap storytelling trick? And I I don't know. I like yeah. my Marvel a little cleaner than this. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, the the problem is is that it's like like you said, is it cheap? I don't know if it's cheap. It it, it does create a lot of difficult and 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 frankly humor humorful scenarios. Yeah. I mean, Captain Fighting Captain was kind of interesting and when he says I can do this all day, he's like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, he rolls know. his eyes. <laughs> and but no, it also awesome. created these genuine moments where where Thor got to talk to his mom again and she's like, "You're not from this timeline." He goes, "Of course I am." And she's like, "Nope, I was raised by witches. I know things. Go go <laughs> eat a salad." You know? And <laughs> and then Tony getting to talk to his dad. You know that was yeah. a big that was a big thing in Civil War. He talked about how he never got to say goodbye to his dad, and now he did. He got to, and he got to talk to him about about being a parent and and yeah. a conversation that a father For and God's son. Sake, he 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 gave him fatherly advice. Yeah, which is the strangest thing, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, and that there line was a lot was, of that line lot was of, great. Uh, you know, it, it was hopeful. Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. And after after a movie like Infinity War, we needed a bit of hope. And that's yeah. that's what I want. Uh, and that's why I so thought did, that so the, did Scott Lang. Uh, yeah. Literally, he hoped because that was his girl. Um, he needed. I, I I think the time travel part needed to happen, and I liked those moments of mm-hmm. of that the hope and brevity and and whatever and and and. Oh. Sorry, nice machine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded like a dog barking. Oh, I, I thought something just fell over. Um, Andrew. He fell asleep and just collapsed in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, it could happen. I, I thought, it was, yeah, it can. <laughs> it, it's uh, happened before. <laughs> we, uh, but I, I, it's like those moments I thought were worth it. And, but you're not wrong. Again, the the other stuff makes it a little bit hard to swallow, and I and I had, honestly hadn't even thought about it until this moment where I was like, oh, he, Cap's got to go back to that planet, and there's the Red Skull. He's gonna be like, hey, what's up there, dude? I thought you were dead. <laughs> like, nope, here I am guarding this thing. You want to return? Yeah, it? yeah. Thank you, jerk, for yeah. uh, sending me here. I yeah. uh, really appreciate it there. Exactly. And then he's going to say, "You sound different. You don't sound like I knew from." And, and your your face is just a you know I know it's a skull, but you know just a <laughs> tiny it's bit a tiny different bit different from what I remember. You're like, yeah, we we for some we could afford everyone else, but somehow we couldn't get the original Red Skull. Yeah, um, I wonder what was yeah, he, going on with that. I don't know. That's weird. Um, he was busy, I guess. I don't know, making Transformers Five or something. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so there's all that. So yes, in a in a three hour movie with a a pretty intricate plot line that had a lot of weird little twists and turns, and and it was, I thought it was really cool to have the new fight with Thanos because this is a Thanos that doesn't know them now. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is a Thanos that has not journeyed with him. Now, he knows of the Avengers, right? Because when he says Earth, and he kind of growls and says they are um, un- an unruly bunch of thugs or something like that, because that was the line that was used in the end of Avengers, when his little yeah. herald is like, they are unruly and therefore cannot be ruled. To court them is to court death. And then Thanos smiles, right? So yeah. he's heard of the Avengers, right? And um, Thanos, at the end of Infinity War, he knows who Tony Stark is um, because he was the one that blew up the Chitauri. So word had kind of traveled around. But this Thanos was obviously different um, in a way. And so I thought that that was what made his fight scene both cool and not yeah, you know, because now this is a Thanos that doesn't have the knowledge that he had done the horrible thing. I mean, he got he got his, yeah. you know, Thor aimed for the head. <laughs> Which did any of you guys see that coming? No, oh my god, I did not. And I'm like, because when it happened, I go, wait, there's what? Gonna, they have to fight Thanos at some point again. Oh, I knew that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, re- it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel a little cheated though, that it took a master dwarf, the, the likes of Peter Dinklage to create the gauntlet and all Tony Stark had to do was take his glove off one of his Iron Man suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and again, sometimes it feels a bit, like, you know, they, they took some storytelling shortcuts on a few of these things. Yeah. But uh, I I like the idea of, of the nanobots creating the gauntlet um, automatically, you know, by, by his thought, right? By yeah. his, what he's trying to do. And um, I bought it. I didn't, I wasn't too mad about it. You know, it's not something that I'm going to be, you know, huffing and puffing about the movie it- for... It does kind of make you think, though, if, and and it just, just popped in my head, too, and now I feel dumb, but it does kind of make Tony, it kind of makes it, the way Tony gets the stones at the end is kind of a cheat, because now it's like, well, why didn't, instead of him trying to take the gauntlet off him in the movie in Infinity War, why couldn't he just pick the stones out of the cases? Like, why couldn't he just pull them off like he did? Well, and I don't, I I thought about that, and I don't think that he knew that he could until he saw Captain Marvel do that. Because didn't she take one out? No, she got punched in the face with one. He took one out. And maybe that's right. Maybe he saw him take the one out, the Power Stone, to punch her in the face. And then someone else took one out. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Let's go watch it again. Remember. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, okay, it. let's go. All right. <laughs> I'll meet you guys uh, where it would be halfway be. Um, I'm actually going to see it. I'm going to see it again on Friday in Louisiana. Louisiana. That's where I'll be. I will not meet you there. Okay. Yeah. Nor will I. Uh, that's fine. Um, I'm not allowed in that state. <laughs> <laughs> that's strange. Um, okay. Um, anything else we want to do? I mean, we've talked for about an hour about the movie and, and frankly, I'm, it's not that I'm running out of things to say. I can talk about it some more. Um, uh, I don't know what I think it's, it's almost worth a follow up. 
even if it's just a short little d- dabble eventually, because you know you see it the first time and everything is so darn new and beautiful Damn. and moving. The second time is really when you start to see some kinks in the armor. Mm-hmm. I think, um, if there are any, the yeah, the one thing that I also again I I really enjoyed because right? literally as I was sitting at home yesterday watching some of the other movies realizing how many, again, other little plot holes that this one filled and even did kind of a nod to. Like, the way that Cap's shield is broken is the way it's broken in Tony's vision. Vision, yeah. When Scarlet Witch, you know, jacks him up. Um, The way that Black Widow is lying there dead is the way she's dead in the vision. Um, and the yep. way that Thor is wounded by Stormbreaker is the way that he is killed in that same vision. So yep. there's a lot of that um, that kind of a thing happening. And there was some other stuff that I... Um, some of the, the Hydra stuff was really I thought was kind of a cool way to, to close it in. Something else I can't remember. Um, but anyway... Uh, I did one of the, I, I, I tried to take notes after I watched it just to, to take some notes to jot some stuff down. And one of the things I, I did write is it's a good thing. Dr. Strange could make a whole lot of portals. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had, he had, uh, he used his Wong. He did use his Wong. The, yeah. um, cause you have to think about it. Like he not only created a portal from Titan where Spider-Man and Drax and, Peter and Mantis came from, but he created portals from Wakanda and, you know, from other places. Like he, he is powerful enough to be able to create portals from other places without them, him physically being there, which just kind of shows you how awesome he is. And you want to talk about powerful Scarlet, Witch? she freaking owned Thanos. Oh yeah. yeah. So Sam, you're talking about how Thanos is able to take him out. She owns yeah. him because he doesn't have the gauntlet. He doesn't have any um yeah. uh ranged powers. Any tricks, yeah. Um yeah. it's just his physical force. And she I mean, she almost breaks his sword thingy and she's like crushing his um uh, his armor, armor. In on him. Well isn't the, isn't she the one that tore the armor off? Wasn't that the I can't I, now see I can't remember. She damaged so much was going on. She damaged his armor. Because I thought she was either she was either pulling it off of him or crushing him with it. I can't remember which. Now, what do you guys um, the the big fight scenes? You know, obviously the giant war, the last hour of the the movie, basically. Yeah. Too chaotic. No. Were you able to follow the action? Yeah, because there's a couple moments where you have there's like some talking happening, and um, there's kind of some there moments of brevity happening within the Mm -hmm. fight. You know. Yeah, and you know, I I know they have to do this to to move the movie along and, and and whatnot. But every time they they do a movie where there's a scene where there's a battle, it's like you they cut everything else out and you only hear the people talking right there where they're like Spider Man and and Tony Stark are, are embracing each other. They haven't seen each other, and Tony is you know certainly excited that kids back alive right mm-hmm. yeah meanwhile people are getting blown up and you know there's fighting going on all around them and we don't know that any of that's happening which i, I know that they have to do that for the movie but yeah. in the real world 
Yeah, you, that would be that way. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It does kind of isolate it, and you're like, oh, is there still a war happening? You're not wrong. Um, yeah, but again, you you have to have the moment so that Peter can have the moment. And I will say this: he gets the gauntlet, and then he does his his turn with it, and then he gives it up, and then he goes switch to instant kill, and his eyes turn red. I was like, yeah, bring it on, because now he's like, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. Like I'm gonna, I have to kill these things. To, to, to survive. And um, it'll be interesting to see how they do it in Far From Home if they say, like, how he gives up that suit. Because in the trailer, he's not wearing the Iron Spider suit. He's back to his oh. normal yeah. Spider-Man suit. Well, and, and d- didn't the trailer also mention that he wasn't going to bring the suit? Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. maybe that's it, too. Maybe Nick Fury is the one that gives him a, a suit, and obviously he's not going to have his... His fancy dancy suit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Nick Fury's back in play. Oh, speaking oh. of the funeral scene for Tony Stark. Ooh. All right. Very emotional, very great. I, I I had a nice little tear. Oh, Tony Stark dies, by the way. He's the one that um snaps Thanos um out of existence. And then the the force of that doing that kills him. Which was a perfect way to to kill Tony Stark. I thought I thought it was great. And that as he's slowly dying his, you know, Pepper Potts comes up and says, it's okay, now you can rest. I thought that was perfect. I just did. I, and, yeah. and it was, and I, and like, sh- she's now a mother by herself, but she knew, and she told, and earlier in the, in the movie, where he thinks that he has found a way to bring everyone back, she's like, you're not going to be able to rest. And, and honestly, he hasn't been able to rest since he came back as Iron Man. He's always yeah. trying and- to fix what? Thinking ahead and yeah. whatever mock suit he's on, um, mm-hmm. or, yeah, you know, Mark, yeah. Ultron too. I mean, it's yeah. So, um, yeah, I was going somewhere with all that. Would uh, would do you guys think Captain America would be able to resist the urge to help people? Yes, because he's already done it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like he's already done it. So now he. He gets to go back. Now, here's the one thing where the time thing is, is weird now. Like, he gets yeah. to go back and then just live in this timeline now. So, mm-hmm. so does that mean that all those other t- You know what I'm saying? Like, like how come but, him... But he's still in their timeline. But that's what I'm saying. Why? How yeah. is he in, still in their timeline if all the yeah. other stuff happens aren't? Yeah, so that's that whole... Why the does he the get time to... issue is weird. Unless he... Well, he doesn't have the time stone, so... Unless he has a suit and well, no, because he's old. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I I just thought about that. It's weird. Like, why does he get to? Age? But here's here's my question, right? You know, Opie, there, there's many ways I I try to kill you on a on a daily basis. Oh sure. But but if I knew my best friend, if you or Andrew were being held by some maniac getting tortured for seventy plus years. Would you be able to be able to sit back and say, "Well, eventually he gets out." Who, who, who? The the Winter Soldier. Oh, Bucky. Okay. Oh, Bucky. Well. Right? Because basically, what that's saying is that he's he is not helping Bucky get out of his situation when he's in the whole Winter Soldier setup. Would you Would you think Captain America would be able to do that? Well, I guess he has to. Right. right? I mean, in this, in huh. according to this movie, he he basically did not go help 
Pocky and remained incognito as far as we know throughout those years. And that to me was a little cheap at the end. And I actually thought of that as they were talking to old, old Steve Rogers. And I was like, Hmm, yeah, but it's it's the I don't know. I don't think he could he could have taken off the mantle of, of a hero and not been helpful. It's the Luke Skywalker thing, though. He'd done his part, and now he's done. He's and and so when, when but Luke Skywalker didn't have knowledge of what's happening during the time he's kicking it back on the island. Well, he, I mean, Ray shows up and says the thing. This thing is happening. We need your help. And he's like, "What do you want me to do? Go off into battle with a laser sword?" Yeah, well, he's no. So yeah. I, I have no problem with him saying, you know what? I know things are going to work out perfect. It's time for me to have my retirement and to be with the woman that I love. And because that was his vision when mm-hmm. when she screwed him up was being with her. And when he he finally found the woman that he loved and he had an opportunity. Again, my only issue with it, honestly, is that how come his he gets to be part of this timeline, but nothing else that changes does. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I just have a hard time seeing Captain America stop helping. Yeah, well, he probably, you know, helped his local, you know, Boy Scout. <laughs> but you know what I mean? He knows he's got the power to help. Right, but like, and see, so now we're back into the the paradox. Is if he goes back, now not only does he get, does he get to be with the one he marries or he loves and marries and probably has a family out there. Um, I did jokingly ask my wife, do you think that if he had kids, like, are they super powered or are they strong like him? Or does that serum serum only affect him? Is it um, possible he made out with his niece? Uh, I'm going didn't he, on, I'm didn't going he on kiss the, the girl. He did. I'm going on the assumption that, <laughs> that, that neither that, of them knew that. No, no, no. They know, they know in the movie. I'm going on the assumption that she is, um, like, I guess there is no way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah. If because an agent Carter in the original timeline married a dude, maybe, yeah, maybe that dude's sister. You know what I'm saying? Like his <laughs> sister had the child who is that girl that he's making yeah. out with. Like yeah. maybe they're not. Like, but- True. But I'm not wrong. No, you're you're not wrong. He may he, he okay. Maybe he did. Does yeah. But he didn't know that. So that's I mean obviously that's a mis. I know it was kind of like, like Luke Skywalker and and Leia. But Leia, yeah. you know. Um. You, I'm I'm still now that actually kind of annoys <laughs> me about the whole time thing because like it makes you think because now There's... people like shouldn't the world be like oh wait. Captain, he's hey, he's still there. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still around. Like shouldn't the guys all now remember a time where the world still? Or, or, I mean, he had to have gone into complete hiding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like total incognito. Yeah. you know, For, in the forest with you know Peggy. Yeah, or living um, in just they they move somewhere. But I mean, like she can't. She still has to run Shield. She still yeah. has to. She still has to do that thing so that Shield can be a thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like he can live in some forest. He still has to live in New York, yeah, and and be around all of that stuff. So I just I'm actually kind of annoyed more about the whole timeline thing, right? That see, and that's that's the more I've thought about it, the more I've been like, man, I wish they wouldn't have used the time time yeah. machines. I yeah. really wish they wouldn't have done that and found some other way around. I thought it was clever that they used time, 
but I think it opens up way too many, you know, Simpsons comic book lover, um, you know, complaints. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Because all this, I mean, like like you said, all of a sudden you've got what happened to Cop- Captain uh, America. Um, you know, are, are there two Captain Americas in that timeline? Is it an alternate universe? Did the original universe happen still? Did, did they only change the universe they're in now? It, it's just, there's a lot of quantum problems um, with using time. The only other thing we can think of, and again, this just goes to we wish we would have had the ability to watch that movie of him putting the, the, the epic story of him putting yeah. the stone back, yeah. is if he goes up to the Sorcerer Supreme and he's like, hey, any way you can... But see, I don't think that's the way it works. I think Mm-mm. the time stone only affects the here the and now. The person who's wearing it. or yeah, yeah, like she could turn him into a baby, I guess. But I don't think that that works either mm-hmm. I, I think it he went back in time and then when he when it was time for him to drop off the tesseract and they needed more uh, pim particles so they go back to the tesseract yeah. he goes back to the to the i guess oh. early 50s and there's can part I, peggy can i also can i also mention that they figured out a way to live forever who the the, the avengers how you push time through you. Remember with Scott, they were put made. They made him old. They made him young. Mm, yeah. um, so basically, all you'd have to do is reverse the years, and all of a sudden you're young again. Start over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But hopefully, they. Um, I'm sure that that's all. Um, we're, we're the, right. So, but am I right? No, you are. You you are right. I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm 49. Zap. Now I'm 39, baby. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Wrong. Um. <laughs> Somebody wet my suit. <laughs> I don't know I if it was baby me, old suit. me, or me me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. So what's ha- what's going to go on? What, what's happening now? From here on, I mean, obviously Iron Man is gone. Um, well, the Avengers is we know is retired it, or is is done. Um. Because like a third of the team is gone. Yeah. Um, Guardians so, are on so, their third movie. Yeah, Guardians. Right. There. So James Gunn's been rehired to do the third movie. So that's, that's as a, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, that actually is a comic book series. So that actually might be a thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Spider-Man uh, with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Yeah. At this point. So that's that's the joke about Asgardian to the galaxy. And that, again, that actually is a comic book line, so mm-hmm. so maybe that actually could be a thing. Um obviously there's gonna be a second standalone Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. Uh there's gonna be a Black Panther two movie. Uh, Sarah was looking uh my wife was looking at a bunch of this stuff up. Um Disney Plus is getting some stuff. Black Widow and Hawkeye are kind of getting their own stuff. TV, like... Scarlet Witch, Loki. Yeah, they're both getting their own thing. Daredevil. Well, we don't know about all that stuff, and that's not... This is not the conversation. Wishful thinking, sorry. Wishful thinking. Basically, by the way, this movie basically... It not only shut the door on the TV universe, it slammed it in their faces because they didn't portal those guys in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have actually honestly, it would have been kind of cool to see. 
Yeah. Um, even though they would have been out of their depth, because yeah. mm-hmm. cause it's, there's no mention of them. I don't know. In, um, what's his name? Uh, obviously, guy who, yeah, Luke Cage, Power Man. Luke he, Cage he, would have been. He fine. would have been in a good fight. He would have been good in a fight, and Daredevil in his suit would have been good for yeah, the I fight. Yeah, I think they all would have been fine. I mean, yeah, you're right. They all actually probably could have could have fought those dog things or whatever. I guess for a bit, but yeah, they. As cool as it would have been, and those shows are part of the MCU. Um, there's they're not enough. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, I was, um, I'd, I'd forgotten about that, but, and and I was thinking how gratuitous this film was to the fans. Without, I mean, it, it gave us everything we wanted, and mm-hmm. but I but I didn't think about that. That's one thing that I think a lot of fans probably did want, uh, and and I just hadn't seen. And those. all you had to all you had to do is put them in the background. Yeah, yeah, right? even if they were just there for a moment. Yeah, yeah, but they would have been like, "Holy balls, what is happening?" Right, because they like. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they obviously lived through the uh, New York attack, um, because they make reference to it several times. But I, I mean, I still think they would have been like, "Oh, can we go back to New York? This is scary." Um, <laughs> so, well, I think I think Luke Cage and Daredevil would have been just fine. Well, again, I, I have I, not watched Iron Fist or Punisher, um, but I, I think Punisher would just two. been like, "Just make sure I got plenty of guns." Would have um, jumped right in. Yeah. Uh, Punisher and Rocket would be best friends. Punisher, Rocket, and Bucky would have been there with their machine guns just going to town. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. So so there's not going to be any more Avengers. No. Right? Nope. But but see, here's the thing. The movie made more than a billion dollars. No. Disney I, would be crazy know. not to have more team ups in the future. I think we'll see something else. I really do. I think so too. Well, there's going to be. I think we'll see a new. I mean, we'll see uh, Falcon as Captain America. I do think that'll yep. be a thing. Um, there, and there's Anthony Mackie has, has enough star power to hold a film, especially if you have a small ensemble film where he yeah. is now leading the Avengers. Because it's yeah. now his boat. It's he's he's the he's you still have Shield, with Nick Fury in charge of Shield, um, but oh. you could you could definitely have, um, a, a world where he is, leading a team with with Bucky with, um, Scarlet Witch with, um, some other people. They've been rumoring Squirrel Girl for a while, um, mm-hmm. and there's some other rumors for other stuff, and. Now, here's the thing that Sarah read, and I I want no part of this, personally. Uh-oh. want zero part. Is the rumor that she read was that, that the Scarlet Witch show is what bridges us to mutants and X-Men. Now, here's my thing. I don't want the X-Men in the MCU universe. I don't. I know Disney owns Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't want them part of it. Let them have their own universe. It's fine. Because, and if you want to reboot the whole darn thing, fine. Go for it. It's your property. You have the right to do that. Well, isn't that what they're doing anyway? And they're going they to rebooting? A, well, not rebooting. I mean, all these, the ones they're showing now are all just the <sighs> younger versions of themselves. I'm talking about a yeah. whole, new, whole new cast, a new Wolverine, a new whatever. New Magneto. But... If you're going to do that, 
don't make it part of the MCU. Because now you're going to have all these questions like, where were they during all these other things? And how <clears> come <throat> for 10 years of MCU films, we never heard the word mutant? And like yeah. all of a sudden now they're, they're here. Like it just. Well, and, and all I got to say about that is the Terrigen Mists. What is that? And which, which is a, it's, uh, oh God, what are the blue aliens? Um, uh, Captain Marvel. Kree? Um, the Kree create this mist which basically messes with people's DNA. And some people it affects and some people it you, doesn't. You're talking about what happens in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, that's part of it, yeah. yeah. But the comic book story is that's how many of the mutants get created is from this. Now, obviously, you've got stories like Wolverine who's been around forever and some of these other things. But in terms of introducing mutants to it, to MCU at this point, yeah, you can't retrofit it. You can't just say, yeah, you know, they've been around forever. But you could add them in terms of, um, you know, saying, you know, heck, you, at this point, you can even say, this other dimension has sent us these creatures, these people that are yeah. different than us. Or, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I so, just, maybe there's a way to do it. I don't know of it right now. I don't frankly care right now but because i'm gonna be honest with you logan is about the only good x-men movie we've had i'm yeah. just gonna be honest none of them are good i i, mean, I kind of liked x-men uh x-men two and one x-men two was fine x-men one was like like x-men one was like captain america one it was it did what it needed to do to introduce these characters and it was fine but mm-hmm. But since then, they've not been good. I mean, the Wolverine one where he goes to Japan is okay, but it creates a weird loophole or a plot hole. Mm-hmm. And Paradox. Uh, well, not even that. Well, uh, the time thing is dumb. The, the thing that annoyed me is that in the Japanese one, he loses his claws. They're literally cut off yeah. by the bad guy. And at the end of that movie, he, re, you know, he he sees Magneto pulls his claws out and their claws. And then the next movie days of future past, he has metal claws again. It's like, what you, you, mm-hmm. and it was directed by the same dude. Actually, no, it wasn't the guy that directed the, the Japanese Wolverine was the guy that directed Logan. Anyway, my point is Logan's great and none of them are good. Anyway, that's my point. X-Men two <laughs> is fine. The rest are not. I mean, days of future past. I did not like at all. In Apocalypse, I was bored. Oh, dude, I was just bored. C- CGI me to death. Yeah. But again, it just it goes it goes to show you know X Men really is what Avengers could have been under poor management. <laughs> and there's still like there's still right? an opportunity to there's still an opportunity now to do a Fantastic Four movie under the 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 guidance of Kevin Feige, Feige. And, and Disney. Um, so that's that's still a possibility. It really is. So yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, I don't want to go too farther into the future because frankly, I still um I'm I'm just happy where we are now. Phase I'm three. I'm sad where we are now because it's over. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the, the this last ninth Star Wars movie, it will be over also, and and then we get to either explore new or we get to go in retro old. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they might throw in you know, the Boba Fett movie and a in a Yoda movie and whatever. Um, which Solo, by the way, is streaming on Netflix. I don't know if that's something we would want to do for the podcast. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I think it's, well, anyway. 
Okay. I'll have to watch it again. I am so. going to do this. And now for Why? some more bad news. Ready? I actually did write down some trivia. The cast includes 19 Academy Award-nominated actors. Wow. <laughs> that's, wow. That's that fact alone is flipping amazing. Yeah. Add yeah. to the fact that we're talking about comic book movies. Yeah. 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 And that is just out of this world impressive. Well, they're going to need all this money they're making. <laughs> well, that's true, too. <laughs> pay these Academy Award people. Didn't... Uh, didn't um, Robert Downey have a percentage contract? I don't know if he does anymore. I know he did at the beginning. When he did Iron Man 1 and his uh, his, yeah. his first contract, he said, pay me SAG minimum. I want a percent. I'm going to bank that this thing is going to do well. So he took like 1% of yeah. gross sales. And Iron Man 1 made, you know, let's say, $400 million. All right, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Well, Avengers made $590 million. And then Avengers 2 made like $800 million. Like, and then I think they changed how they did it. Um, because that was part of why um, Terrence Howard was replaced by Don Cheadle. <laughs> it's because he was like, well, wait a minute. I want that kind of money. And mm -hmm. Marvel was like, no, you're not the lead. <laughs> And you're kind of difficult to work with anyway. And there he was like, well, I'll walk. And they're like, deuces. We'll get this other dude that we like better. Um, <laughs> I like Don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, at Tony Stark's funeral, a teenage boy. This is where I actually was going back to the point at the funeral. I, I lost my, we, we got to a different place. But this is my point that I mentioned. At Tony Stark's funeral, a teenage boy is seen standing behind Scarlet Witch and Bucky. Did you guys recognize that kid? I, I I did saw it, not. I thought until... it was uh, for some reason I had in my mind it was Spider Man because I saw it and I was like, was that Peter Parker? Did I miss him? This is Harley Keener, the boy from Iron Man Three who took Tony in his shed and fixed his Iron Man suit. That uh -huh. sounds really dirty. So the new rumor is he might take over for Iron Man. Ooh, wouldn't that be kind of yeah. neat? That the the I'd kid, be okay. the kid that kind of helped him. And it's funny, Sarah and I, were, my wife and I, were both like, man, I, I had to, I had to, I had to go on IMDb to to learn that because we both like, who is that kid? And I said, apart <laughs> from them, apart from them, literally having him hold a potato gun, there's no way you would have known that. No, because uh -uh. that he looks no. so different. Well, um, I, I, honestly, I thought in the back of my mind, I thought that's not Peter Parker because he was just standing there with his Aunt May. Yeah. So, and I thought, well, maybe. Maybe they, they somebody had another kid that we didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that. That's the well, I will tell you this, and this this might be a, um, I don't know, blasphemy. I enjoyed the character of Iron Man more when he was having trouble with the suit than when it was almost omnipotent. In Iron Man one, you know, the first suit, obviously, but then he was having you know, testing and having trouble putting it together. I enjoyed that more because it created an air of um, uncertainty about the tech. And I, it, it created a better atmosphere in terms of what he could do and couldn't do um, rather than after that, especially in the new Avengers movies from Iron Man three on, it was like, you know, 
it wasn't the best of plot devices in terms of, you know, the tech being absolutely perfect all the time. Well, the, the argument to that would be like, you know, Tony's always trying to perfect his tech. So his tech has to get better as the movies go. And, and they do. Um, and it makes sense that, that they do. Um, I, I'm okay with it, uh, progressing because if it's continuously being, I mean, in Iron Man three, it was a, it was a punchline that the, that his armor kept failing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with, we're, we're past that. We're, we're now pat. We're just he and and the suit are just one, and let's let's get with his character development, and I'm and the suit's just it's just a thing. It's like it's like you know wanting uh, meow meow to be have have you know more character development. Well, it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's talk. Let's worry about Thor. That's just kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, but how much how much more fun is it when the you know the tech just doesn't work as well as it should. Well, I mean, again, now we're getting into um, uh, uh, Mission Impossible Four, where all the tech keeps breaking, or Star Trek Five, where the all the the ship is breaking. You know, like yeah. I, I don't, I don't care. And, sh- and show the genius around getting around that. Well, the genius, which is, is where Tony Stark is. He he still gets is, to show that, right? He he's still the guy that figures out quantum time travel. He's still the guy that figures out how to fix an alien spaceship to fly far enough so that uh, Carol Devers is able to find him. You know, he, he, he still gets to show off his brain pan. Mm-hmm. So, mm. um, I'm, I'm totally fine with all that stuff. I had to capture these two, but I was actually surprised to see this in the trivia. Uh, well, one of these I was surprised, the other one I was not. Uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has said that Star Trek The Next Generation, all good things was the series finale to in uh, the next gen inspired this film as as a way to end it cuz that okay. movie, that movie also has kind of some time travel aspects and some other stuff um just thought that was kind of neat and the during the end credits when the main cast the original avengers are shown with their names alongside their signatures this mm-hmm. was similar to the end credits in Star Trek Six, where the actors' signatures appear on screen. Mm. So, when I saw that that moment, I was like, "Oh, they did a Star Trek thing, and that's so cool!" Because I loved it in Star Trek. I thought it was so cool that they did that, and I loved it in this that they got to. I had to, forgotten they did that in Star Trek. Yeah, um, I remember that now. After the cast mm-hmm. had done their yeah. their six movies plus the the original series, so mm-hmm. it was their way of saying goodbye. And that was that was that, that was what this was, and I thought it was great. Um, that's all the trivia. There's actually not a lot of trivia, honestly, on this movie. Um, you know, wait a couple weeks and there'll be more, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, nice. Uh, we're not we're not going to do a top three for this episode. Um, we just decided. Uh, how long have we been going, by the way? We're an hour and a half. Um, yeah, I figured it'd be a long one tonight. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we're not going to do that just cause, well, we, we've ranked the top, we've ranked the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to get away from this movie a little bit, maybe see it a second time to figure yeah. out kind of where I put it on my list. You know, is, do I like this one more than the first Avengers, which is my favorite of all of them still? 
Um, do I hold it over Iron Man, which is my second favorite? You know, like I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Um, I still have to digest it. Do I even like it more than Infinity War, which I freaking love? I, I, I would like yet. to take, so. and of course I'll have to wait till this comes out on DVD. But I, I would like to take this and Infinity War and watch them consecutively, just back to back. Like yeah. not yeah. have any breaks in between. You got you got five and a half hours you can kill on a Saturday to do that. I'm I'm sure I do. I, have you seen my life? So, <laughs> but you do have two <laughs> children. <laughs> well, they would watch it with me. I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. But your, your I, kids are older. I, I kind of view that. I mean, I know it's not, and I can't think of it that way. But I kind of view this as one big film. Yeah. And for that matter, I mean, you could sort of look at the whole MCU. Well. That's one big film. I, I think it's more appropriate, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy, you could view as a fi- one film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that totally works. I don't know if what you, you know, the whole, the whole MCU as, 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 um, as 32 well, hours true. of continuous film works. Um, but these two, for sure, I could definitely yeah, watch from start to end. Definitely. Heck, you could even do, um, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, unless you want to stick Captain Marvel in there in the middle, um, which someone's come out with the conclusive how you should, the order in which you should watch them. Yeah. And, you know, and watch them, because basically you have to watch them in chronological order. Like you start with Captain America, Mm -hmm. and then you do Captain Marvel, and then you do Iron Man 1, and then Iron Man 2. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you do it in a little mm. bit different order. Um, so, anyway. So, we're not going to do that, but we are going to do this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? We're still going to rank the movie. We're still going to assign it a number that we, because we always do. Um, we're contractually obligated to do that. So, Yeah. Andrew, here's your number. And again, like I know these are it's it's tough to do the these these sometimes when it's a movie like this that we've just seen in the theater and cuz a lot of times what happens when cuz we, we when we watch it streaming, we watch it we can kind of sit and think about it. I mean, I know we didn't all watch it like yesterday. We've had time to kind of think over it, but I I still feel like something like this. I feel like I need to see another showing. Yeah. You know, so anyway, for what it's worth, we averaged a 9.21 with Infinity War. Just to throw that little thing, little gem out there. So, mm. okay. If that helps, maybe that hurts you. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. No, no, no. That that that's that fits in perfectly, I think, with what I was thinking. Yeah, me too. So go ahead, Andrew. Well, I I enjoyed it very much, and it it hit all my feels, so to speak, got me in my feels, in my feelings, and so uh, which I enjoy. I kept my attention the whole movie. I didn't feel myself bored at any time. Um, like you said, there were a few moments where the the laughs were not what they should be, and there's now, which I didn't notice during the film, so I can't really count it in my score. The plot hole issues. Uh, well, I mean, not the plot hole issues. The the timeline issues and questions. So I'm I'm gonna leave that out. But for what the movie is and what I saw, and just the heck of the 
battle scene that it, we we had. I'm going to give this a 9.7. Okay. Sam. All right. Um, now, you know, you gave us the, the total for the Infinity War one. Um, and I, I have to say, I think I like Infinity War just a little bit more. Um, when you're able to throw a moon at uh, people, that's just yeah. awe-inspiring. Um, there were some shots in this one, though, that were just gorgeous. The Like you said, the Captain America against the rest of them. I want the print of that um, yeah. somewhere. I don't know where I'd put it in the house, but it is flipping amazing. Yeah. Um, but I, it's still an amazing movie. Still a lot of fun. I know I maybe sound like a Debbie Downer a little bit tonight on it, but I really love this movie. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight point nine nine out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, honestly, after next week, because I can, I, I have very strong feelings that I'm gonna watch this again by the week by the weekend, because uh, I'll have the opportunity to on my work trip. Um, maybe it'll, I'll like it more. Maybe I'll like it less. Maybe the time travel thingies will either bother me or I'll just ignore them and just say, you know what, it's just it's just part of the thing. We just have to accept that um whatever. But right now the way that I felt when I walked out hasn't really changed since then when I walked out of the theater. I mean really the only part now that I'm kind of annoyed about is the Captain America timeline thingy. Where I'm like, well wait a minute, you broke a rule that you made in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um so really, that's the only thing that I'm gonna ding it on my score. Um, but otherwise, it gets it's just gonna get a big old fat. Um, it's gonna get a. Uh, I like what Andrew said. I'm gonna give it a nine point seven. Also, um, I just I just freaking love the movie. I really do. I think it's I think it's just wonderful. If I click on this, am I gonna screw up? You'll <laughs> <laughs> go blind. If I hit this, what happens? What does that mean? Shit, I don't know what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what I'm trying to do is, because I'm using an Excel spreadsheet, right? I know we're getting in a weird place now. I There's no way I can rank them by average. I can't see which one is the highest average right now. Without screwing up everything, right? Can I do that? Mm. You know, I don't know. Should I? I'm not going to worry about it. Don't do it. I'm not. It's fine. I'm just trying to see if it's now our highest ranked movie. Um, so, anyway. With all that being said, um, go see this movie. I mean, I, I guess if you're listening to this, you have. You, you have yeah. to have, have seen this movie um and if you're listening to us if you agree or disagree i'd love to know i really would um if if some of the time travel stuff bothered you or we brought it to light and now it's like that thing that you can't unsee um you know let us know um and throwing going through the scroll it is now our highest ranked movie by the way Oh, wow. Um, by just a little bit beating out Saving Private Ryan. Um, but I don't have 
like the first 30 or so, 40 episodes on this sheet. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, if you think it's great or not or whatever, I'd love to have a dialogue, uh, especially about some of the time travel stuff. Maybe someone out there has a better explanation than the three of us could come up with. <laughs> someone that, that has maybe read a comic or something um, and would, would have better insight. Um, with all that having been said, next week we are doing Legion. Uh, we will do that for next week, and um, that will be very different than this movie. <laughs> and uh, but it also stars Jarvis. So what we didn't get in Jarvis this movie, we'll we'll make up for it next week. Nice. Um, so yeah. So there you go. There's that. Um, oh, by the way, so I guess Vision is permanently dead then. Yeah. Well, he has to be because the the stone stones are gone. Yeah. Yeah. So Vision is gone. He only had a couple he only had what one and two and a half movies yeah so anyway see you dude uh yeah that's it i i okay we did get an email from a listener a good friend of the show alan uh alan i i, hey, hear, alan. I hear you bud um if we could do it, we'd do it. It's not streaming. Your movie isn't streaming. It's it's not. If if we would stream, I would jump all over it. And unless you want to, you know, pay for it to for to rent it, um, we just don't have the ability to watch it right now. Um, so we appreciate it. Um, and he of course sent that email to uh, cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. If you have a request that's streaming, we will be all over it. We'd love to do it. Love to do it. Love, love, love um, to do it. So, uh, yeah. So, Legion's next it's been week. Fun. That's that. That's that. That's that. Um, uh, we have uh, Cheap Seat Reviews is our Facebook page, or yeah, slash Cheap Seat Reviews. At Cheap Seat Cast is our Twitter um, account. Uh, our website's cheapseatreviews.com, which, uh, again, Sam can't physically get to the computer that he needs to get to to update it. So we'll get there. It's, it's fine. Um, please leave us a review. If you liked this episode or any of the other ones that you've listened to, leave us a review. Just let us know if you like it or you don't. Um, but only if you like it. Uh, yeah. And like I said, Legion is next week, and I'm looking forward to that dumb movie because... Um, it's fun to do dumb movies sometimes. <laughs> you know, I mean, we did Highwaymen last week, which was really excellent and, you know, kind of a heady film. And this one, it was mm-hmm. just so emotionally draining. I'm looking kind of forward to just going, oh, yeah, let's get some get some popcorn, let's get some candy and just watch some stupid thing. <laughs> um, that also has, uh, I forgot she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Adrian Pilecki. Yeah, so we'll have two Marvel uh, connections in this. Oh, and the dude plays the blob from X-Men Wolverine's Origin. So three Marvel oh. connections in movies next week. That's pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah, anyway. So on behalf of Andrew uh, and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. And uh, Thanos demands your silence.